Louder! Ghost, demons, spirits, whatever the case, if you're trying to make contact with an entity, there is one sure way people believe they can achieve this. Today on Somewhat Supernatural, we will be discussing Ouija boards. One, two, season two, episode one of Somewhat Supernatural. That is the most dramatic fucking entrance that we've ever had on the show, and I loved it. I, I don't know about you, Ricardo, but I fucking loved it. It was different. It definitely it, was. Um, you know, it, it took us three minutes. Whatever. It's my show. <laughs> I do what I want. You know. <laughs> but yes, today we will be discussing the magical, mystical Ouija board. Today is October 1st, 2021. Spooky season has officially begun. Ricardo, what is new with you? What's been going on, brother? Not much. Just trying to stay floating in this wild weather we've been having. Monsoon after monsoon, apparently it's that time of season again. I don't, I don't mind the weather. Season. I, I love the weather today. It was like the perfect kickoff for spooky season. Yes, yes it is. And don't get me wrong, I love this weather just not working in it true i do work inside so i don't have that issue but what else has been going on man how's work how are the kids how's the light doing great got the little one life's great hey got some new recipes did you like that one i sent you oh man yes yes i did shout out to ben already in the chat what's going on brother He's wearing your gear. Whoa. What? Hey. <laughs> He's wearing Ben's. Oh, well, you can, you can obviously see the chat. I have the chat overlay on, which is something that I've never done before, but I decided why not? Let's, let's go ahead and uh, throw that bad boy up there so we don't have to, you know, let the everyone know what people are saying. They can see it right there, except for our audio listeners. I guess we still have to read it for our audio listeners. You know what I mean? So. Ben says, I'm excited. I'm even wearing my official Lord Scuba Steve's official, oh my God, super magnum sized condoms. <laughs> I should have read that before I read it out loud. That's why I said, that's why I stopped. I was like, okay. Oh, but shit. which direction is he wearing them? Yeah, anally, of course. Because <laughs> his wifey saw, you know, she's got a big one. What's going on, Drew? How's it going? Brody Kane, all the way from Australia. What's up, brother? Oh, Jesse in here too. What's going on, man? So just to give you guys a little bit of recap, um, those of you that have never watched Somewhat Supernatural, we are a paranormal podcast. We talk all things paranormal. 
And today's episode, like I said, we're going to be discussing the Ouija board and the origins of the Ouija board. Tell a couple of stories. Um, I did have one person um, message me and give me her story about using Ouija boards, which I found very interesting um, because I do have a Ouija board right there, right there. There's my Ouija board. You can't really see it because the red light's gleaming on it, but I did have that Ouija board custom made. I have yet to use it. And I thought to myself, maybe, maybe a little bit later in the episode, we can do a necrophonic session with the Ouija board, but I'm not too sure if I want to do that now. Now, I, I have a little bit of experience with Ouija board, but they, they've always been, you know, not so good. So I tend to stray away from it. I did have my cousin make it for me just because I wanted my own custom Ouija board. And it comes with the territory when you're a paranormal investigator. You know, it, it's it's one of the tools that that they use. Uh, but before we jump in, Liz, let me give, let you guys know a little bit about what I've been doing. I've been working on cosplays. We set up also through Dark Side Paranormal. We have an our first ever hosted investigation at the infamous Hallettsville. Hallettsville Jail, Old Lavaca County Jail. It's going to be awesome. We sold out within 30 minutes of our general admission tickets. We have five VIP tickets left. So if you guys are in Texas and you want to join in on an investigation, hit us up, uh, Dark Side Paranormal Society, Corpus Christi, or you can message me directly. Uh, we have five VIP tickets left. Um, the VIPs will be getting swag bags uh, with a shirt and some other stuff in there that we're going to throw in there. Um, and what the VIPs get that the general admission tickets didn't get is they get to spend the night in the old Lavaca County jail. So they get that long experience and they can sleep wherever they want mm -hmm. in the jail. They can sleep in the comfort of the little office area they have there, which really isn't that safe because when we were there mike did get his foot grabbed and i witnessed it happening none of our cameras were rolling everybody was asleep i was watching rick and morty as i do every investigation when i'm trying to go to sleep on my phone i heard a noise by mike's foot and something yanked his toe and he jumped up and man when i tell you that big man was scared i've never seen mike scared like that and it was hilarious so if you guys do want to join in on an, an investigation with Dark Side Paranormal and you are in Texas, like I said, hit us up in the chat. We have five VIP tickets left, and that's it. We don't know if we're going to open up any more general admission tickets. We might, but there are for sure five tickets left. Um, Brody said, my mate fucked with a Ouija board. His family was seeing a shadow man around the house. Such a Oh, yeah, definitely a dumbass, especially if you don't know what you're doing. And that's the thing is a lot of people fuck with Ouija boards thinking, oh, it's it's a toy. You know, they sell it at Target. They sell it at, you know, they used to sell it's it. It's made by Hasbro. Exactly. But there's always sinister things. You know, look at the whole Charlie Charlie thing. I don't know if you remember that when people were claiming, oh, you can summon fucking a Mexican demon with fucking pencils and paper and shit. And as dumb as it sounds, there's a little bit of fact behind it. Granted, it was for a movie that came out the in the gallows or whatever the hell it was called i think that's what it was called the gallows um but there's actually historic fact behind using that type of material not 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 pencils but using materials that way to actually talk to the dead or talk to entities and such so i i um 
I did debunk that though with the way that we're doing it, you know, nowadays. It's your breath that moves the pens, so don't get all scared if you try to do it. The breath trick where it spins? Yeah. I did that like in high school. Yeah, well. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ben said I had one that kept saying or that kept spelling out staying alive. Board. I thought it was broken until I realized I messed up and brought a BG board. You are just so comical, Benjamin. You are so comical. Fun fact, the BG staying alive is the rhythm for CPR. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. I teach my students that, well, not not this year because I don't have to teach them CPR this year. They actually have to do a video now. Um, but that's what I would tell them. And I would refer them back to the office episode where so they... Uh, a little bit more. more yeah, that one. I, I teach <laughs> CPR too. Um, um, what is the other one? There's another one that's not as... It's, it's a little more morbid. Oh, another one bites the dust. Yeah, another one bites the dust is a good one too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you don't want to hear that while you're trying to. No, somebody. you do not want to hear that at all. Unless it's yeah. me, then I ask you to do that. <laughs> so jumping into this episode, I just you know I, I wanted to touch base on something because, like I said, it is spooky season, and Ouija boards are something that everybody you know, knows, everybody knows what a Ouija board is. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. Everybody knows what a Ouija board is. So I just wanted to give a little insight to the history of the Ouija board. So in the mid 19th century, mediums claimed that they could contact the dead. And in doing so, they amassed followings that would rival today's social influencers. So mediums back in the day were like, hey, you want to talk to your cousin, Jerry? Guess what? I can talk to him for you. And they just blew up and were like this very, very big. They had they had huge followings and they made tons of money doing this. Now, were they conning people? Were they really talking? Who knows? Some of the experience I've had with, with Ouija boards, we made legit contact. Some of them you could tell, you know, people were moving the, the planchette, which... I do have my planchette right here. I tried not to keep it close to my Ouija board, but this is my uh, my Ouija board planchette. It's got a death moth on it because, of course, why wouldn't it have a death moth on there? But there you go. That, that is my custom-made Ouija board planchette that matches the theme on my Ouija board. So, um, so you know, back, back in those days, diseases and epidemics were a huge part of the times, and losing loved ones in tragic ways too early were abundant. So by the early 20th century, seances and readings were all the rage as a source of entertainment or as serious attempts to make contact with departed loved ones. The Ouija board was one tool used to make such contact. The original Ouija design was simple, somehow creepy, and has hardly changed to this day. A rectangular wooden board with a small heart-shaped pointer or planchette meant to glide around it on three tiny legs. Now, my planchette does not have legs, but it still should work. Um, printed on the center of the board were letters and numbers in the English alphabet in two arced lines and a line of numbers directly below it. In the upper left were the moon and the words yes, and in the upper right, the sun and no, and across the bottom, goodbye. Now, you always want to say goodbye. 
That's 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 all I'm saying. There are stupid people out there that do not say goodbye, and you always want to say goodbye. What up, Big Johnny D in the chat? What's going on? Make sure you close that door. Exactly, and that's the thing is, and and another thing is, you never, never. I don't care what it's spelling. Never take your hands off the damn planchette ever. You never take your hands off until you say goodbye. Oh, Dark Side Paranormal Society Corpus Christi in the house. Joe says, I never even say hi. Well, of course not. That was Joe's biggest thing when I got the Ouija board. He's like, I'm not touching it. I'm not, I'm not going to fuck with it. Do you know what? Let me, let, me get, let me grab the Ouija board to show you guys real quick. Hold on. Let me grab it. This is spectacular. Ah! So this is my Ouija board. You're going to have to kick on the light, bud. Do what? What'd you say? Light. Light. You can't light. see it? Got a glare. Oh, okay, there it is. Hold on. Right there? Yeah, keep there you go. Right there. The guys there we can see it. There you That's go. That's actually really well done. Yeah. That's and like I said, I have yet to use this one, but I am taking it to the um to the jail when we do our investigation there. So anybody that wants to use it will be able to use it. We'll have a room set up and they will be able to do a, a session with the Ouija board. Um, where was I at? Oh, yeah. So mediums had been using similar talking boards or spirit boards for years. There was a dial plate, a spinning wheel with letters and numbers along its circumference which stopped at characters to spell out a spirit's message. So kind of like an old rotary phone, but with the alphabet, <laughs> which would be a pain in the ass to use if you think about it. Um, T9. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah fuck that's what that. <laughs> and so the, T9, for those that <laughs> the alphabet board, which was similar to the Ouija board, but had people pointing consciously to various letters until the spirits responded noisily eventually spelling a message and the planchette essentially a Ouija pointer, but with a hole for a pencil so that the spirit moving the planchette through a medium could write the message down. So I have seen that. I saw that in a movie. I don't remember what movie it was. Was it the others where they used something similar where they did like with the pencil? I thought it was the one where they had, there's, there's isn't there one that they hold the pencil and it does this number and it points to yeah, the letters. So, yeah, I think I think that's that's it's like scrying kind of um essentially is what it sounds like. Um so the Ouija board put divination into a neat mass marketed package. Anyone it seemed could talk to a long dead mother or any random spirit using only this wooden board and a pointer, or just inject some great mirth making into a party as an ad from the 1920s put it. It's not just the Ouija design that stood the test of time. Gameplay 2 has hardly changed in its century on the shelves. So people have been using this, this board the same for fucking over 100 years already, you know? And that, that's got to say something because if you think, think of like actual games that have been around that long. There really aren't any. So what is it about the Ouija board that stands the test of time? Mystery. 
Exactly. The mystery, because we don't know. We don't, we don't know. What... You don't know if your cousin's messing with you, your friend's messing with you. Exactly. You don't know if I'm messing with you. Exactly. And that's the thing is when you do these things, you want, you always want to do it with somebody who you trust, somebody who's not there to just make a joke out of it, because then of course they're going to fuck with you and, you know, mess <laughs> Ben, what do you say? Let Zook get a hold of it and it's gonna be spelling out an ad. Oh yeah, no shit. No, what's gonna end up happening is that you're gonna get a seven day ban for something you Ouija'd seven oh, years yeah. ago. Yeah, I Ouija'd something seven years ago and I'm gonna get zucked for it. So I I, I did put out a, a message on Facebook that said if you guys had any any interaction with the Ouija board, like tell me what your interaction is and I'll I'll give you credit for it here on Somewhat Supernatural. So my friend Tessa messaged me and she said my experience with Ouija boards has always been the same, despite my being pagan and practicing witchcraft. Nothing has ever happened. I changed the variables, candles, no candles, lights on or off, alone or not. Nothing has ever happened, and I've fallen just short of believing it's simply involuntary muscle movements. Not to say that I think it's 100% impossible for them to work, but this has always been my experience, which is interesting. Um, Did she but say she I, does that, it alone? She she says she does it alone, which is one of the rules. Don't do it alone. But there are a lot of people that do try to do it alone. Um, she didn't say if she tried to do it with people. She she didn't give me that information, but um, she does say she 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 made it. She does it alone. So who knows? Maybe that's a reason why she hasn't made any contact is because she's doing it alone. But I have seen videos where someone has tried to do it you know, by themselves and the, the planchette moves, but are they moving it? Is it for fun or, you know, so we are, we do have a couple of videos that I'm going to play later on in the podcast of people actually playing with the Ouija board and contacting a demonic entity that is very well known. Oh, can I summon the leg demon that I caught in that room I'm in? Oh, I don't know. Possibly. I could try to make contact with it. No. Um, the carpet demon that got Sam the other day. <laughs> no fucking, uh, no promises, but I can try. Like I said, I wanted to do a necrophonic session. Now, necrophonic is a, it, it's basically kind of like a spirit box, but you get, actual voices that, that come out and talk and give you a clear response. It's all digital. Um, ghost adventures use it. All, all of the big name ghost hunting teams use it. So I was thinking maybe I'll put, you know, the device on the Ouija board and see if we get anything to talk through the Ouija board, not actually activate the Ouija board to use it, but we'll, we'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had anything go on here, so I'm I'm kind of hesitant to even fuck around. Go on because... there at your house? Didn't you have that? No, no. no I mean, recently. Yeah. No, well, yeah, but oh. nothing recently since that since that ep that that episode that occurred here. Everything's been calm. Damien hasn't said he's seen anything. Sam hasn't seen anything. So I just kind of ignore it and. If something does make a bump in the night, I'm like, eh, well, it's the dogs or something, even though the dog's in the room, whatever. So making contact, how do you make contact with the Ouija board? Well, the instructions for making contact have also had little change since the 19th century until now. 
The basic steps are as such. Now, I do have to add that if you are not a trained professional, do not mess with the Ouija board if you do not want to suffer the consequences of the Ouija board. So, two or more players lightly, lightly is the key. Rest their fingers on the planchette. One asks a question while everyone in the seance concentrates. Players then watch as the planchette glides around the board, seemingly of its own accord, to various letters, numbers, or yes or no words. The planchette has an opening in the center through which players can read letters, numbers when it stops. The yes and no's are instant answers while the letters and numbers are written down for later analysis. Ideally, they spell out words or sentences that the player can understand. It may take up to five minutes for the planchette to start moving. If after five minutes nothing happens, players should ask another question and try again. So just like in paranormal investigations, we will ask questions to our spirit box. We don't get nothing. You just got to move on and ask another question because it's not going to always be instant. You know, you're not always going to get responses every single time. So according to the Museum of Talking Boards, because there is a museum for this kind. Yes, it is called the Museum of Talking Boards. So if you guys would like, go check them out. They do have a website. According to the Museum of Talking Boards, have no one at the table who will not sit seriously and respectfully. If you use it in, if you use it in a frivolous spirit, asking ridiculous questions, laughing over it, you naturally get undeveloped influences around you. Concentration is essential. Experts in this sort of thing advise that you dim the lights, burn incense, and breathe deeply. Which board world recommends turning off daily noise like televisions and computers and using candles instead of electric lighting? Some practitioners begin with the ritual, perhaps a, rec a recitation, a song, a request for only friendly spirits to speak through the board. How players pose their questions matter too. You should also ask simple questions one at a time. Speaking clearly, avoid scary questions. If the spirit you contact turns out to be an evil one, it may feed off of your fear and use it to mess with you. Don't ask it when the fuck you're going to die. Don't ask it anything stupid like that because then you're giving the evil spirits or the spirits that are just going to fuck with you that much power because they're going to answer you and you're going to get freaked the fuck out. And then you're just going to give it more power. Then you're going to get scared and you're going to fucking take your hands off the planchette before you say goodbye. Because they do it in every goddamn fucking movie. So along those lines, always move the planchette to goodbye. Just like I said, before ending a seance. Lest the portal to the other side stay open. Allowing entry to all sorts of unsavory entities. So finally, the ability to channel the dead doesn't happen overnight. The Museum of Talking Boards recommends 30 minutes of practice daily for two weeks. The Astral World, however, recommends moderation only a handful of hours each week, if that. If you develop a Ouija addiction, unscrupulous spirits might sense it and decide to mess with you. So basically, you fuck with it too much, you open yourself up, and you are a basic portal for these fucking things to come and fuck with you with. So hey, give too much energy to it. With that being said, I'm going to play the first video. Which one should I play first? Ben, that's what she said. And you don't want anything entering your portal uninvited. Oh, he knows. Ask him about the scuba size Magnum condoms. <laughs> so I have a four-minute video and I have a two-minute video. 
Let's do the two minute. I think this is a two minute video right here. So I found this while I was doing research online. I don't know that this video is real. I want to start off by saying that I do not know if this video is real or not. If it is real, holy shit. If it's not real, holy shit. They did a great job. Um, it's people using the Ouija board. Let's give it a watch. All right, you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Hurry right. I'll be right there. Give me one second. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All, right. All right. Cool. All right. Let's give it a shot. Hey. Okay, so. You ready, guys? I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, is there anyone here? Uh, <laughs> besides us, besides us. Come on. Let's switch spaces. You write down. All right. You record. Monica, you got this. You got this, girl. Yeah, girl. All right. Watch out, Ouija board. We're coming for you. Okay. Is there anyone here with us? Are you? No. Are you touching? Are you? No. That's crazy. I'm what? barely. I yeah. I'm barely. I barely have my hands on here at all. What? Wow. That is really moving now. <gasps> oh, yes! yes. <laughs> okay, okay. What? What is your name? Ooh. Mm. Uh. Wow. What is the deal with these swirly things? His name is Eight. <laughs> Z? O? Z, O, Z, O. Oh my god. Oh, is your name Zoe? <laughs> oh, it's so freaky. Oh my gosh. What? No. Uh, okay. Uh, is, is your name Zozo? Zozo. <laughs> Zozo. <laughs> Zozo the clown. <laughs> <laughs> So, what do you think? Yeah, it had a very, what was that show called? Um, Faces of Death look yeah. to it. Yeah, very old. Well, supposedly the video, was, the video was from 2010. Like I said, it was uploaded to YouTube in 2010. And like I said, I don't know if it's real. I don't know if it's fake. It was just interesting and the thing that was interesting about it to me was the fact that it mentioned zozo which is a very common demon entity that is brought up when people use a ouija board so for those of you who don't know that who zozo is the zozo demon is a mysterious trickster entity known for stalking people through Ouija boards. 
Those who claim they've made contact with Zozo, who also goes by Zaza, Mama, Oz, Zo, Za, and Abacus, say he often shows himself by gliding the planchette into a figure eight formation before frantically zooming back and forth between the Z and the O. His interactions start out friendly but grow malicious. He's known for cursing at and threatening contactees, sometimes personally. While he's often wrangled by a Ouija board, some believe that saying his name out loud can also summon him from the depths of hell. Well, fuck me. I just yeah, said Beetlejuice, way to go. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. So we're just <laughs> going to call him Z. Z believers claim that the demon has ancient origins, either African or Sumerian. Depending who you ask, while those claims can't be substantiated, um, they may be confusing Z for Pazuzu, a Mesopotamian wind demon who famously appeared in The Exorcist. So Z is a supernatural entity called Z. Z we're just going to call him Z. was referenced in the 1818 French text Le Dictionnaire Infernal, the demon, demonological encyclopedia written by French author Jacques Auguste, Jacques Augustus Simon Colin de Plancy. He recounts the story of a young village girl who claims she'd been possessed by three demons named Mimi, Zozo, and Crepulet. But according to the website The Paranormal Scholar, accurately translating the text of Le Dictionnaire Infernal shows that the girl's story was faked. She rattled, she rattled nonsense, De Plancy wrote, adding that the girl had been publicly beaten years before for faking possession and was eventually imprisoned for her fibs. See, liars, you never, you never prosper. Neither do cheaters. So, no, don't do it. So he goes on to describe what he believed to be genuine cases of demonic activity, ending the Z extract with the sentence, nonetheless, there, there are real cases of possession. Zozo's first known textual appearance was technically a non-appearance, but this hasn't stopped people from using Le Dictionnaire Infernal as proof of Zozo's existence. A number of websites and videos still cited as fact, bolstering the belief that Zozo predates the event that seemingly willed him into existence. So basically, he was around way before the Ouija board, and he just kind of stuck to it. His own way through. Yeah. So who knows, man? I, I don't. Like I said, I don't know that that video is real. I did try to reach out to the person that posted the video and I didn't get a response. Um, but if that is a real video, that just goes to show why you do not fuck with Ouija boards, especially if you are weak willed. The entities will fuck with you. But back to the history of the Ouija board. The Ouija board continued to enjoy fluctuating popularity through the mid 20th century, but everything changed in 1973. And the use of the ever popular game came to a screening screeching halt with the release of the popular horror movie, The Exorcist. So with The Exorcist, people saw this terrifying movie on screen back in the day. And how did Reagan get possessed? Fucking with the Ouija board. So that is like now, I guess, what people associate Ouija boards with now when they say, oh, they're evil because of things like The Exorcist, you know? 
because it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean it's an evil thing. A lot of things that people consider evil have just been misconstrued. Mm -hmm. It's it's based on it's the similar thing to who wins the war gets the right history. Exactly. You know, and the people that wanted to write history on that changed it to benefit them because they didn't like it. Yeah. Wow. Makes sense. But then, you know, I, I was always, TJ would always want to fuck with the Ouija boards when we were on investigation. I was like, don't do it. And then, you know, he would be like, nah, let's, let's get a Ouija board. I'm going to bring my Ouija board. And, but the thing with that is he wanted to use the Ouija board and then play fucking audio from the satanic Bible. And I'm like, dude, I'm not down for that. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to do all that. You know, that's opening something rather than investigating something that's already exactly. There. And that's the thing is, I don't want to open anything. I just want to go and investigate. Mike wants to open something. Hey, that's on Mike. Joe and I, I know Joe and I, we're just there to investigate and see what we can find. We're not trying to taunt anything. We're not trying to fucking square up with these ghosts. Now, don't get me wrong. I will fucking square up. I don't give a shit. I'm lying. I run. I'm run. I'm scared. You've seen the videos. I get scared very easily. So, <laughs> God, I'd wish to stay on those lives. Uh, yeah. The film was loosely based on the true story of Roland Doe's long exorcism in the 1940s, but many elements were added for dramatic effect. Although it's unlikely that the Ouija board was ever involved in Roland Doe's real life story, the book took a prominent place or the board took a prominent place in the 1973 film. Even the writer of the novel who inspired the film was convinced that the Ouija boards were connected with evil. When the main character was possessed for supposedly playing with the Ouija board alone, mass perception of the simple parlor game was altered forever. Soon, Ouija boards and many other practices of spiritualism were swept up in a mass panic. People were suddenly terrified of the beloved game and almost overnight it became associated with Satan. Throughout the 1970s and into the 1980s, more books and movies flooded the market that warned of Ouija boards, dangers, and played upon new fears of contacting evil spirits. A decade after The Exorcist was released, this persuasive fear of spiritualism and practices associated with contacting the dead eventually culminated in a widespread fear that, the, that devil worshippers were performing horrific rituals across North America. After spiritualism became associated with contacting the devil, the reputation of the Ouija board was forever intertwined with evil. So... Before 1973, people played with the Ouija board all the time. They didn't have, I mean, granted that they had some kind of experiences, sometimes not good ones. It wasn't necessarily associated with evil. Could you contact evil things with it? Yeah, but it wasn't associated with evil. So Yeah, that's not what it was done for. So it, decided to use it at that, you know, and it's very interesting to me that if we had time machines and we could go back and to 1972 and people were just using the Ouija board for fucking party games, you know, mm -hmm. and, and didn't have any fear that they were going to contact the devil or, or anything like that. So I think that's, that's pretty, pretty crazy that, that, we we now see it as a, a doorway to evil. So the resurgence of the Ouija board happened, and despite its unwarranted negative publicity through the later decades of the 20th century, the Ouija board is being rediscovered 
and some people are becoming more comfortable with its presence. Its appearance in popular television shows and movies, not as an object to conjure evil, but as fascinating game to play with friends, has helped repair some damage. There have been competitions for who has the biggest Ouija board. Still, even with the popular appearances on the rise, many people still refuse to be on the sa- in the same room with them. Part of this resurgence of the Ouija board is a new grave marker in in a Baltimore cemetery. Now, I saw this fucking grave marker, and it is fucking epic. So, the grave of Elijah Bond was unmarked and almost lost to history. A dedicated group of paranormal enthusiasts, cemetery staff, and volunteers uh, eventually located the grave and arranged for a new stone commemorating the inventor. So Elijah Bond was the original inventor of the Ouija board the way we know it today. He was buried. His marker was lost. Well, they ended up finding where he was buried. And his fucking tombstone is a huge granite Ouija board. And it's fucking beautiful. I mean, it's just a huge stone Ouija board. It's great. Elijah, what? And it's uh, Elijah Bond. Um, and it it isn't clear, though, if anybody's ever tried to use it to uh, try to contact him, which I think would be fucking kind of cool. Oh, that's pretty. Right? And it's nice, man. you use that, though? I mean, you would have to, of course, because it's, it's upright. It's not laying flat. So you would have to, you know, use it. Oh, I, could build, I could build some pulleys to put on that four-corner rollers. Yeah. The center mark. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they said they didn't know if anybody's ever used it, but, you know, so what or who is driving the motion of the planchette is and always will be controversial in the spiritual crowd. It's a force from the beyond in the science crowd. It's much more earthly. The short version is things moves when you push them. The long version is a lot more interesting. Scientists call it the ideom ideomotor effect. Essentially, the in the ideomotion theory claims that the unconscious mind can cause the body to move without the unconscious mind knowing about it. So how everybody says, oh, you're moving it, you're moving it. No, I'm not. I'm not moving it. But it it could be, you know, your body's just moving it. What did Ben say? I wonder what they'd say if they got to look at Scuba's wall behind him. I'm guessing some bowels would be immediately evacuated. (laughs) Yeah, people back in those days probably wouldn't appreciate my wall of horror. Yeah, he just want to stay in touch. <laughs> well, he didn't have it set up like that. They, they like many, many, many years later, they they found his unmarked grave, and the the paranormal enthusiast did it. So he may not have want to been fucked with. Who knows? Who knows? So that was his version of being unlisted. Possibly, he didn't want to be contacted. He was like, "Fuck it, I am out." So, yeah, so that was one of the uh, uh, ways that it could be moved by your body is ideomotion, and you have no idea that your hands are moving, but you're actually moving it. So does the board really provide access to the spirit world? Well, here's a test you can try. If you blindfold your players and turn the board 90 degrees, so that way they don't know that you turned the board, um, the nonsens- nonsensical results will tend to discourage a mystical explanation. So you get a group of friends together. You say, we're going to play the Ouija board. You blindfold everybody. You turn the Ouija board around. 
and then you place the planchette on there, put their hands on the planchette, and see if you get any real information or if it's all just bullshit. You have a cat. I do. She's she's okay. scratching at the door inside Damien's room right now. Okay, because in my earbuds, it's moving around. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, hold on. No, I heard I heard her meow. Hold on, let me get her real quick. Let me get her. <laughs> you are fucking freaking me out, man. Hurry up. Come on, hurry up. Ben, the answer is don't have his sister use the board for him. <sighs> yeah, so we got a new cat. She's right there walking around. Little Binks. I named her Binks. She's a little black and white cat. So... Yeah, Moving in the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's weird. Yeah, well, my microphone picks up everything. What if you have an illiterate ghost, like if he's from Alabama? <laughs> I don't know, Ben. I don't know. Maybe he's he's talking gibberish. Well, I told him not to have his sister running the planchet. Oh, damn. So religious concerns. Some who believe in the spirit world note that the dangers in divination, or that there are dangers in divination. Some Catholics believe Ouija boards contacted spirits that are always evil, and they strongly discourage Ouija board use of any kind. In an article published in the National Catholic Register in 2000, the official exorcist for the Archdiocese of New York noted a rise in exorcism requests that he attributed to the popularity of of divination tools like Ouija boards and tarot cards. So... I I was always hesitant in using a Ouija board until Mike made a very good point. The equipment that we use is no different than a Ouija board. We're still opening doors. We're still letting spirits contact us. So what is the difference between using a Ouija board and using a spirit box? There really isn't any except one's analog and one's digital for the most part, you know? I don't, I don't. And after he told me that, I was like, you know what? You're right. We, we use these devices to, to talk or try to make contact with the other side. So what, what makes using a Ouija board any different than using the spirit box or using necrophonic? There's really no difference at all. So in your investigations, how they like to play with the batteries and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they've got all this power now, but since everything's dead, can't talk to them. Maybe using the Ouija board to talk to them and not open things would be a different would be a different thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Like you said, yeah, it's an analog system now at that point. But even at that, there's electricity everywhere. You know what I mean? So it's not like most places that we investigate, with the exception of a few places that we went to, have power. So these entities don't have to draw power from our battery packs. There's power everywhere. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's weird. The things that because can... silver burns the evil. Yes. Yes, Ben. The difference is batteries. Evil likes copper top because silver does burn evil. Yes. So I wanted to read a few stories that I found about the Ouija board. And you want to you read one? You got your notes up? Yeah, I'm just trying to scroll through. I would keep touching the wrong button. That's what she said. 
Yeah, which one do you want me to read? Go ahead and start with the first one, Creepy Coincidence. My sister and I messed around with a Ouija board a few times when we were teenagers. Every time we used the board, we seemed to communicate with the same spirit named Ed, who constantly threatened our younger brother during the sessions. Even though our brother, who was four or five years old at the time, was nowhere near us. It scared us so much that we threw out the board. We never mentioned a word to us to our brother. A few years later, our brother brought home an old friend's Ouija board. After he and a friend used the board a few times, he told us that a little freaked out because a spirit named Ed kept threatening him. What? Our mother banned Ouija boards from the house after that incident. Tammy of Holly Springs, North Carolina. Yeah, so that was Tammy's story. So here's another one called Knowing What No One Else Could. My brother is adopted from South Africa. The hospital intake examination found him to be a newborn. So his official birthday is March 27th, 2001. The day someone found him and brought him to a hospital. That's what's on his record, South African and American. And that's the day we celebrate. But it's entirely possible that he could have been a day or even two days old when he was found. So anyways, it's me, my six, it's me and six other girls. And we're doing silly teenage girl things with a Ouija board. I thought it would be cool to ask what my brother's real birthday is. And to make sure the results weren't skewed, I took my hand off the planchette and stepped away from the board, which you should never do mid-game. And had the other girls ask, what is Caroline's brother's birthday? They knew my brother was adopted, but they didn't know the whole backstory about his birthday being somewhat fuzzy. And there's no way they could have known that he was brought to the hospital March 27, 2001. Their fingers were on the planchette, and it moved to the numbers 326-2001, March 26, 2001. It's completely plausible that he was born on the 26th and found on the 27th. I still get kind of weirded out when I think about that. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but it's fucking weird that the possibly exact date of birth of a baby born in South Africa and adopted by a family that lived in D.C. showed up on a Ouija board at a summer camp in New Hampshire. And that came from Reddit at Caroling, Carol, uh, Caroling, I, Caroling, Caroling Empire. Yeah. Caroligan Empire off of Reddit. So that right there, that to me, especially with her friends not knowing the history, I mean that that's that is could it be a coincidence? Of course, but what are the odds of that coincidence? That's a three hundred sixty-five day odd. Yeah. So who fucking knows? That's fucking insane. You want to take the next one? My best friend and I tried a new board I bought on our college quad. It was an old Southern school that got torched in the Civil War, and sure enough, we spoke to two young men who claimed to be soldiers. It may well have been just been our subconscious guiding us to see them. But when I asked if they were Union soldiers, the Platchette whipped us to no so fast, it almost made my fingers fly off, which made us laugh. So that one came off of Reddit also. Now, this is the name of the Reddit user. We did not make this up. Yeah, this is the Reddit. This is Prodigal Queer at Reddit. So you can go ask them about uh, that situation. So this one says, when I was in college, a group of friends and I were playing with the Ouija in our dorm room and asked the spirit to give us a sign that it was in the room. A plant that was hanging over the window crashed onto the floor and handprints were smudged on the blind. That came from Jessica in Columbus, Nebraska. 
So, yeah, that's a pretty good sign that something's there fucking with you if you see handprints that weren't there. But were they there earlier? Who knows? She may not have You know what I just thought of? The heritage homes downtown, those are old colonial uh, Civil War hospitals, weren't they? Yep, they sure were. And people do go there and investigate. Um, I know that they do ghost tours down there. I don't know who you have to contact to actually, like, get into those homes, which I would love to investigate. Um, And I know other teams have investigated those homes before. Our team just never has gone down to Heritage Park to do it. Um, Yeah, take the next one, man. Moving, say, I read that was moving skills, but yeah, nah. moving skulls. My fiance at the time, and I were sitting up a bed in my old board with a friend that found on the side of the road. That's already a bad sign. We asked who was with us, and it said, Mo. I asked, Are you a demon, spirit, or angel? He said, Demon by your creation. We were a bit freaked out, but kept going. We asked more simple questions. How are you? How, how many are with you? We replied, Seven. What's your favorite poster that I have? He replied, bloody mess, and pointed at the kiss photo I have of Gene Simmons with his tongue out. He's got good taste. While blood was everywhere in and around his mouth. This one I asked, and it said yes. After a few more questions, I asked him to move my skeleton heads on my TV because we wanted to know if this was fake or not. Mo replied, close eyes, and after a few seconds went by, all of my skeleton heads were facing us. How the hell could that be fake? We were the only two in the room at the time, and while we were sitting close to one another, anonymous. Dang. And that was on Reddit. That came straight from Reddit also. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shit happens, man. And, and like I said, these, these stories may be true. They may not be true. We have no way of knowing. We are just submitting them for the approval of the Midnight Society. So this one's called Working on Its Own. When I was about 16, I found an old school Ouija at a thrift store. It was made out of real wood, not paper like how they are now. It was thin, but still wood. Balsa, I think. I was intrigued with it, so I took it home. Me and a gal pal were playing with it, but nothing was happening, so we just gave it up. Left it on the bed and went out for snacks. There was no windows open, no random draft, no AC at the time, no fan, nothing that would have caused it. But when we came back with snacks and pop, that board was working on its own. The planchette was traveling all over the board and the word it was spelling out was foul. For a minute, we just stood there and watched it spelling out that word several times. Then my friends scooped it up and broke it. We then covered it with salt and got rid of it in a safe place. And that came from M. Tempest Smith on Reddit. Now, that was a stupid thing to do. You didn't say goodbye. You just took the damn thing. You broke it. That doesn't sever contact. I would like to talk to this person and see if anything else fucking happened after that. Because that, did, that just because you break the Ouija board does not sever contact. You did not say goodbye. And that is, you have to say goodbye. Now, she didn't say if they said goodbye before they went to the store and stopped fucking with it. But they did not say goodbye. Now, Ricardo, have you ever had any personal experience with a Ouija board? Um, I want to say I was like seven or eight. I was at a cousin's house and there was a big old get together. We were down in a basement because we were in north, uh, up north, <laughs> and they were messing with it and they were freaking out the younger ones, which was me and a few of the others. So I just like, well, whatever, I'm gonna get up and go away. Um, got up, left, and then when my aunt asked what was I doing upstairs instead of downstairs playing with the other cousins. 
Uh, I told her, I was like, oh, they're playing with some board and they're just being mean. She went down, saw what they were doing, and beat the ever-living shit out of everybody down in that room. Damn. I think she hit some of them with the board. Oh, wow. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, other than that, I, I don't allow them in my house. Um, I've been to a few dirt mall flea markets, depending on where you're from, what they're called. And I've seen some really like old carved out ones. Yeah. Like really old carved out ones. And I don't touch them. I'm just like, Oh, the hell's that doing there? And yeah. Anytime I go to an antique shop, that's like one of the main things I look for because that I want one that's been used. I want an old one. I want one from like the fifties or the forties, you know, um, if can I can imagine find, find one, one of the original live Oak ones, dude, that would be amazing if I could find one, but, but I don't, I mean, they're probably expensive as hell because they're antiques, you know? Um, but I would love, man, fuck. I would, I would love to have one. I'm not, no, I don't think anybody else in the house would want me to get it, but you know, whatever. So I, I, my personal experience with one, I remember we were at a high school party. I don't remember if we were at Jenny's or Christina's or Sarah's. We were at somebody's house and we made a Ouija board. Uh, I want to say it was on Halloween. And I think that was the year I accidentally stabbed somebody with my Freddy Krueger hand that I made because I made a Freddy Krueger hand out of steak knives. I don't remember who I stabbed. I think I accidentally stabbed Christina in the leg. It was either Christina or Sarah. I don't remember one of them. I stabbed one of them in the leg on accident. Um, But we did make a Ouija board and... We asked it stupid questions, and the one question that we asked that I say now you should never fucking ask, Daniel and I asked it when we were going to die. And it said that we – it didn't give us a date. It just – we asked it how we were going to die. And it said that we would die in a car crash in a Trans Am. Mind you, at the time, Daniel had a Trans Am. So we were like, what the fuck? And it it just freaked us out a little bit because none of us were there fucking around. Now, Daniel might have been fucking around. I know I wasn't fucking around. He swears to this day that he was not fucking around when we did that that session. And so that's why I will never, even to this day, if Daniel ever buys another Trans Am or if I buy a Trans Am, I will never pick Daniel up. If he gets one, I will never be in the car with him. They make those? I don't think they make them anymore. Then, no, but you can always buy an old one. So that was I'll my one. That was my <laughs> one. My one experience. I, I have some others um, from when I was younger. I had, um, after my, my grandfather died, uh, one of my cousins tried to contact him on the Ouija board, and it did not work out well for them because they did not contact him. They ended up contacting contacting some other entity that was pretending to be my grandfather and it fucked with them for a while. So yeah, that, uh, I I didn't witness that. It was just, I was told my grandmother told me that. And so that one kind of always was, that was one of the main reasons that I never wanted to fuck with a Ouija board was because she told me that they did that. So I do have one last video I want to play and let's check it out right now. And you guys tell me what you think after this. All right. We got five viewers.
So you guys in the chat, tell me what you think about this video afterwards. All right, here we go. All right, now we're playing with the Ouija. Are you playing again or no? She's yeah. so Okay. All righty. Come on, Mindy. All right. Are there any spirits here that want to contact us? Only good spirits, no bad spirits. Please. Is there any good spirits here that want to contact us? What is your name? G. R. E. M. A. Grim? Grim? Are you a good spirit or a bad spirit? Put yes for good spirit, put no for bad spirit. Are we bothering you? How did you die? J. A. Y. J? Were you murdered? How old were you when you were murdered? How old are you? Seven. Two. Seventy-two? Did you die? What year did you die?
one. Eight. Three. So that was like early, early on. No time near today, right? Let's see. Goodbye. 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 There you go. Once again, going to that Z-O-Z-O. What do you think on that one? Do you have to say goodbye or do you put it on goodbye? We have to say goodbye. Well, you put it on goodbye and you got to say goodbye. That's how you're saying goodbye is by putting it on there. <laughs> Yeet, not a part of it. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like right away, like as soon as it started going, what's going on, Milo? How's it going, man? Homer says I he saw, saw the stream. stream. I got to watch it well, again. Was there a stream? Seriously? Or are you just saying that? Because I wasn't paying attention that well. No, uh, my resolution, I don't have it. I don't have it blown up on the screen. So you jackass. Oh, fucker. <laughs> He's just fucking with us. But yeah, I mean, and there's man, there were so many videos, but they were like fucking 20 minutes long. And I'm like, I ain't trying to fucking get no 20 minute videos. So I just found the shortest ones I could. But like I said, that first one, the first one that, that I showed, it looks like a film. You know, it looks like something that, that somebody put together for like a short film, which is really cool. Um, but if it was real, holy shit. It'd make a great intro for a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it I feel like... An indie vibe to it. Yeah. And I feel like the second one is more realistic. You know, people fucking around with the Ouija board is what it looked like to me. Homer said, I've messed with one years back, but only once. Yeah, once is enough for some people, man. What what was your experience with that, Homer? Was it a good one or a bad one? And if it's a bad one, why the fuck didn't you message me when I posted the post? Motherfucker. So, do we have any questions? I don't, I don't really have any questions about the Ouija board. I mean, I pretty much know everything I need to know about a Ouija board. Let me see. So Homer said, honestly, it felt like bullshit. Well, who knows, man? It just depends on the people that you were, you were doing it with, you know? So, but never know. My house sometimes has some feelings. Yeah. Jimmy was telling me about that. Jimmy's like, dude, you should go investigate Homer's house. So I don't know, man. I'm down. Let me know whenever. You never know. You never know what we might unlock there. But we have been going on for an hour and five minutes already. And we hit two last time. <laughs> yeah. We oh yeah, we hit two last time. Yeah, we did. But we were having a grand old time the last time, fucking getting off topic. Yeah, a little shit. tequila was involved. Yeah, a little bit of tequila, which we need to do next time. You know, we'll uh we'll get that going. So I'm going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this bad boy up once again, everyone. I want to say thank you very much for turning in, tuning in to season two, episode one of Somewhat Supernatural. 
want to thank my host, my co-host down there, Mr. Ricardo. Thank you for joining me again. I appreciate it. I do. I do. So I love being here. Is, is there anything you want to say to the people before we go? Have fun, be kind, and it's October, Breast Awareness Month. Yes, yes, you got to take save, care of the Save the booze. Save the boobs and the booze. Yeah, buddy. So as always, I am your oh. host. What? What's up? Sorry, mm, one thing. Cutting me off, you motherfucker. Sorry. I was about to well, be on a roll. I yeah, I know. Sorry. Hey, um, Child Protective Services Rainbow Rooms. I've been big into those lately. I don't know if you've seen my posts. Mm -hmm. um, look up your local ones and even the non-local ones. Uh, Noasis County gets a lot of support from the big companies around here. But the ones that get missed, Moranzas Pass, San Pat, Referio, those ones, look into supporting them. It's this time of year that, hey, a lot of things, bad things happen to kids that they can't help. And they're put into bad situations. Things like, you know, little things you can give them go a long way and you know make a smile on their face yeah man and, and that's what it's all about it's man. All helping, helping kids hell yeah man yeah hell yeah so you guys be sure to check out your local rainbow rooms and see if you guys can help whatever they need donations with be sure to check it out so with that i am your host with the ghost the lord of horror the prince of the paranormal the duke of the dead lord scuba cabra and i will see you on the next episode of somewhat supernatural see you later baby